0: just a second guys before we get into today's topic i want to talk to you about something called anchor it's the easiest way to start a podcast out there and the best part about it is it's 100 percent free there's a lot of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone to computer that's dope for somebody like me because i'm always on the go Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. And my favorite part about it is you can start to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor will start giving you ads right away. It's everything you need and more to make a podcast right here in one place. So if you're looking to start a podcast, make sure you go to the App Store and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Nerd Out with Eddie Knight podcast, where we talk pop culture, TV and film, especially TV shows and films that have to do with superheroes. I'm your host, Eddie Knight, and I hope you guys are out there being safe. Movie theaters across the globe are opening back up. Make sure you are social distancing, saying sanitary because nobody wants to catch that Rona, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a lot of great movie news out there, especially if you are a Warner Brothers or DC fan. The first movie to hit the theaters this summer will be Chris Nolan's Tenet. This July, July 31st, I believe is going to be the first new movie to hit the theaters. Tenet, a trippy um, looks like a sci-fi type film has a lot to do with time manipulation and things like that. Nolan's always known for making these trippy movies like Inception. And by the way, a lot of movie theaters are actually showing older classic movies to get people back into the theaters. And I think that Inception is going to be one of those movies that they are playing. I might go back and watch this in the theaters. I watched it at home actually like about a month ago, but I think I want to check it back out in a movie theater because that movie is just, you need that, that experience for it. You need a really big screen. You need a good surround sound. That's a classic movie. It is aged extremely well. Also on today's ballot for things that we're going to be talking about is. Wonder Woman 1984. I've been anticipating this movie for a little while. I finally just now, actually today, watched the full trailer, broke it down, and recorded some theories that I have about it and uh, posted that on my YouTube channel. If you guys wanna check that out, make sure you go to night tv on YouTube. Also, we're gonna be talking about DC Fandom or DC FanDome. I don't know how they're pronouncing it. Fandom usually ends with an M, but they put an E on there, so I'm calling it FanDome. It's going to be an online experience, basically DC's own version of Comic-Con. So we're going to get to that as well. But first we're going to get into Wonder Woman 1984. So Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be the sequel to the Wonder Woman that came out a couple of years ago, starring Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. Surprisingly, Chris Pine is reprising his role, even though he died in the previous movie. We're going to touch on that. Also, Kristen Wiig is going to play Cheetah, even though we did not see her as Cheetah or anything about her transformation into Cheetah in the trailer. Also, Pedro Pascal is going to be playing Maxwell Lord, uh, it, kind of this businessman who's just kind of failing at everything and gets... This magical stone where he's able to grant wishes, and we'll get into that later as well. But first, let's go ahead and get into the trailer and what we saw and what we know in the trailer. So, the, the trailer opens up with Gail Gadot walking in the background. You see some pictures of her, you see some pictures of Steve Trevor. There's something about Trevor Ranch, maybe a ranch that he opened or maybe a ranch that she opened in his name or maybe his family or anything, something like that. I don't know exactly what's going on with that. Just kind of an Easter egg that we haven't really got to see anything about the plot. Also in the pictures, there's just pictures of Steve, you know, talking about how he was a hero back in the day and all those things. Also, if you pay attention to that hotel that they are in, it is actually, Watergate you know like with Nixon and all that so maybe we'll see something like DC universe's version of how that played out or maybe just the some of the effects of what happened after that because it did happen before this it didn't happen in 1984. Also we see Kristen Wiig and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman kind of being very friendly and seems like they kind of made friends very quickly and are a part of each other's lives in this and have what seems to be like a good friendship. Like they haven't shown any villain clips of Kristen Wigg as Cheetah or anything. So she's gonna be more of a tragic villain, meaning she's gonna start out good, and something's going to happen this movie has a lot to do with greed that's kind of why they themed it in the 80s because there was a lot of greedy businessmen and things like that back in the 80s so that's why they started in the 80s and it looks like she's going to become a victim of greed and then become cheetah probably due to a wish from pedro pascal's character and then become cheetah um they actually did a version of cheetah in the animated wonder woman movie that came out this year. And uh, she was a super big and uh, ferocious monster, his version of Cheetah. I don't know if they're going to adapt that same kind of storyline in this or not, because that animated movie kind of blended what they did in the first movie and what they're doing in the second movie. So I probably doubt it will. Then we got Max Warlord, who also probably could be labeled as a tragic villain in this because he doesn't seem like a overall bad guy and he's not an overall bad guy in the comics he's just this businessman who really wants to be successful but all of his business ventures are failing and he just ends up becoming really really greedy and wants to be successful that's why you see him in all these infomercials in the trailer so we know that about our main two villains we know those are our main two villains of the story i am so glad that we're not going to get this big bad guy overly large monster cgi battle in this movie um i thought we weren't going to get that in the last wonder woman once i found out who Ares was but lo and behold at the end of the movie we got the big cgi battle that they just some for some reason have to do um i watched the and that was just so refreshing to see just a normal fight between two people with powers no overpowering monster and uh, it looks like wonder woman is going to take a page out of that book as well We also see the shocking reveal that Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor is actually alive. Now, when I first saw clips of this on Twitter, before I watched the trailer, I was thinking that obviously it was like a projection or somebody was messing with Diana's mind or something like that because he's the same age. You know, this happened, he died a long, long time ago in this storyline. So. I was like, why does he look the same? Why is he not older? I thought it was just a projection or maybe someone was playing tricks on her or maybe he wasn't really there. But according to the director of the movie, he is actually there and it's not just a cheap trick. It actually moves the plot and story forward. It is for a good reason. So I'm ready to see what that is in the trailer they kept doing this reoccurring theme of wishes and wishes coming true when everything you want to come true. And that makes sense that Steve Trevor would be back because Wonder Woman is not a materialistic person. She wouldn't be greedy for money or biz or fame or anything like that. She would want the man that she loved, the only man she's ever loved to be alive. And that is Steve Trevor. So it would make sense if Max lords, this stone that he found would allow him to grant wishes. Now there's been a lot of different theories on how, He's gonna come back. Some people say it's a projection. I don't think that's true. Some people say it's like a doppelganger. I don't think that's true. I really do think that this is just a product of a wish from that stone that uh, Gal Gadot may have subconsciously wished for. And uh, now Steve, Rod- Steve, I said Steve Rogers, now Steve Trevor is back. And it would make sense for the timeline because in the later DCEU movies, she talks about someone she was in love with, being Steve Trevor, and if he was in his 30s in this movie, you know, he could be, No, it doesn't say how old he is, but, you know, maybe 35, 36, then that would mean by 2016 or 2017 when the, Just, when the Justice League movie came out. And I mean, you remember from Justice League where Bruce Wayne made that incisive joke about being in love with Steve Trevor, even though he's dead. So that would make sense because that's gonna be 40 something odd years later. Well, not 40. That's going to be 30 something odd years later, over 30 years later, which would make him late sixties, early seventies. And he could have easily died by then. So um, that would make sense that he is alive and just was brought back by a wish. The next big reveal from that trailer would have to be her golden armor that covers most of her body. Everybody has seen Wonder Woman's regular armor. It mainly covers her knees, shins, feet, and things like that, and her wrist. That's because she doesn't need a lot of armor. It just covers the main organ. She's very, very fast and very, very strong. She wants to be able to be limber and nimble and be able to move around. So the skirt in her outfit and armor makes sense for the way she fights. You see her do a lot of sliding on the ground, hence the knee shields and the shin shields. But you see this gold armor with the wings as well as covering up pretty much every inch of her body for the most part, and even a helmet. Uh, It will make sense because Cheetah is gonna be very, very strong, very, very fast and quick. You see her wings were pretty much broken off in the trailer. That's probably because Cheetah was just scratching them to hell and probably ripped them all the way up, which would make sense for her wings shedding and falling off. But it would also make sense to why she would want and need a full armored suit because she has to basically change her fighting style. She has to change the way she would go into this fight because this is a different type of a fight that she's ever had and we got to realize that she's been alive for a very, very long time. And even though we credit Batman with being the best tactician, she's probably up there just as high cause she's fought a lot of battles. And all of that is cool and all, and I'm just really ready to see what's gonna really happen in this movie because all we really have to go off of is the trailer. The director's being so secretive about everything and she's not letting anything out. They had a round table talk with Gal Gadot, Chris Pine and the other two, but they haven't really let out any details. So I'm really ready to see what's going to really happen in this movie. And I'm also curious to see what happens to Steve Trevor, because once again, he is a normal human being. So if they decide to do a present day Wonder Woman movie. He's not going to be in it. He's not going to be able to unless it's just flashbacks because he's going to be late 60s to 70 years old unless there was some type of implications when he was brought back that he's going to stay the same age, which I highly, highly, highly doubt. But this is the DCEU or or comic book movies in general, and she is the daughter of Zeus, so maybe she can make something happen. But logically, if they want to keep it in the timeline, which they have been doing, I don't see him being in any future movie. So I wonder if he's going to die in this movie again, which would be crazy to die two movies in a row, or if they're just going to play it by ear and kind of see what they do with him later on when it gets close to making the third movie, because it's going to either have to be another period piece if he's going to still be in it or he's going to be old and wrinkly and crippled if there's a present day one, which that could work. I mean, they did it with Captain America and Peggy, but uh, there's already a lot of similarities between Wonder Woman and Captain America. I don't know if I would want to see that as well, but hey, it is what it is. And the last big detail I noticed from this trailer is she's not using her shield or her sword, which is um, a pretty big deal, you know, which means she probably feels a lot differently about killing now that she spent some time in quote unquote man's world and uh, she's loved she's lost and things like that so she's probably not using any of her fatal weapons it just looks like she's going to be having the lasso of truth and that armor so um it's going to be interesting to see her fight without her sword and shield because that's her trademark weapons in the comics and you know the previous movies whether animated or live action which we've seen her in And that is a okay with me because it's further insurance that we're not gonna see a big CGI bad guy in this movie, and I will be okay if we don't see one of those for a while, at least until Zack Snyder's Cut of the Justice League comes out. But that's all for the Wonder Woman movie today, guys. We're gonna go ahead and get in to DC Fandom, what it is, what you need to know, and all that good stuff. All right, guys. So if you're a D.C. fan, you do not want to miss D.C. Fandom It's going to start August the 22nd this year. Uh, it's going to be a 24 hour live event with panels from people from the Wonder Woman movies, from all your favorite Arrowverse shows. All that. It's pretty much going to be a D.C. version of Comic-Con which is very interesting to me because Comic-Con is also doing a live event. But, you know, nowadays with the streaming wars and, you know, DC has their own app and everything, and they're having these big deals with HBO Max, it would make sense that they would want to show their worth and show the numbers that they could pull in by doing their own thing. And I am going to be tuned into this thing. It's 24 hours. There's going to be different islands, so to speak, on your screen that you can pick. There's going to be islands that are for just visual content meaning trailers you know you're probably going to see the snyder cut official trailer there you're going to see trailers to all the new seasons of your favorite shows the up-and-coming movies we're probably going to get a look at the 2021 batman there all that good stuff aquaman 2 black adam shazam 2 the rock and jason momoa will be there henry cavill will be there It's gonna be a star-studded event. I wish it was something that we could actually go to, but due to corona, obviously, we won't be able to, but this is the next best thing. I mean, at the end of the day, we need this. We need this if you're a DC fan, and we got a lot coming. There will also be a kid's island for all the kids-friendly shows. I'm assuming, my theory for that island is there's probably gonna be an announcement for a new reboot of Teen Titans. Not the Teen Titans Go, I don't want to call it garbage, but I just didn't like it. But anyways, it wasn't targeted to me, but there's probably going to be a, I'm theorizing there's going to be a reboot of that teen Titan show. The original one with the, the good animation that we liked that kind of resembled like big kid anime type style. I really liked that. The official names are the U verse, the watch verse, the kids verse, the hall of heroes, which looks like it's going to be really, really dope. Then you got the fun verse and the insider verse that's going to be with your directors, your showrunners, and all those people. Basically just all the DC insiders giving you all the scoops on everything that is going to be happening for the future DCEU events. And I cannot stress enough. This is a free show, a free event. It's going to be 24 hours. It's going to be running all day, August the 22nd, 2020. You do not want to miss this if you're a DC fan just a little peek at the website the first thing says welcome to the daily star your home for all the latest dc news and info about dc fandom a free global 24-hour virtual convention that takes place on august the 22nd the weeks between now and then will also feature exclusive articles covering all the facets of the dc fandom from tv games they're going to be probably introducing a new batman arkham game this is not on the website but I think they are going to. Those games are fire, and I've been waiting for another one for a little while now. Also, it says there's nothing more important to DC than our DC fans. We want to showcase you in a partnership with Talent House DC Fandome Launch to call for your best DC fan art and fandom displays, so your cosplay, makeup, tattoos, and even your own bat cave You can submit all that stuff and all your drawings at create.dcfandome.com. Dot com for a chance to be featured on the inside virtual world event demonstrate to people across the globe you are the ultimate dc superfan selected artists on the day of our event will be voted by the community in each of our two competitions in order to help our judges pick selected artist winners selected artist winners will receive part of a cash prize pool Courtesy to the DC and Talent House. that is dope. So they're doing a lot for the fans on this thing. There's always a lot of dope fan art out there and uh, I'm really excited to see all those fan arts. You can showcase that and submit it there for a chance to win some money and to be featured on this 24 hour stream. So DC is really going all out and they're pulling all the stops for their fans. And I cannot be more excited guys, but that's going to wrap up today's episode of nerd out with Eddie night guys. Look, wherever you're listening to this podcast on, if you enjoyed it, make sure you rate us, man. Make sure you rate me on the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple or Google podcasts, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. Let me know what you think about the show, what you want me to talk about next. Let's connect all that good stuff, man. You can always hit me up on social media. You can find me on Twitter at, Eddie night pods. That's E D D I E N I G H T P O D S. Same thing for Instagram. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Let's connect. Let's talk about the stuff that we love. But anyways, guys, it's your boy Eddie night and I'm out.